Jillian, I'm working on manifesting a Victorian mansion that we can own. Oh, I like it. I like it. And would have a workshop room. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We could have a, like, make your own spell area. Like oh. a buffet. <laughs> oh, my God. A spell I buffet. I want a spell buffet now. Yes! Welcome to Shit My Soul Says, a podcast about all things woo. I'm Jillian. And I'm Rosalie. And we are obsessed with anything having to do with alternative spirituality. And we want to share our obsession with you. Because woo is fun, but it's more fun with friends. I'm a reincarnation coach and energy worker. And I'm a practicing witch. So we've been around the woo block a time or two. Mm-hmm. Each episode, we will be digging into a different topic, from tarot to third eyes to energy healing. We'll share our personal experiences and offer you practical advice for your own practice. So whether you're new to all of this or queen of the pagans, that's me, (laughs) everybody is welcome. No witch card needed. This is inclusive woo. We just want to laugh with you, learn with you, and talk about some woo shit with you. So let's do that. Let's talk about Shit My Soul Says. It's time for the weekly woo! 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 What is the weekly woo, you ask? Um, The weekly woo is when Rosalie and I talk about something woo, metaphysical, spiritual that we've gotten up to in the past week that has kind of enriched or enhanced or just delighted us in some way. (laughs) Jillian, what's your weekly woo? Well, my weekly woo is kind of more along the like spiritual focus side of things. And that's really about, you know, with everything going on in the world right now, there's so much anger and fear and it's so easy to get like bought into it and tuned into it. So for me, I'm just really taking a moment to kind of realize what I'm putting out into the world and what, like when something makes me angry, like something made me angry yesterday and I had to be like, we've got enough anger in the world right now. I need to not contribute to that. So I just was like, yep, acknowledge I'm angry and just kind of put it to the side. And really instead, I'm really focusing right now on just tapping into the energy of the universe and plugging into that instead of plugging into like the fear and the anger and all of that stuff. There's plenty of that. I don't need to put my energy into it. It's it's going strong. I need to be putting my energy into something that's like light and positive and bringing like some light and goodness into the world. So that's my weekly woo. It's not like a tarot card I pulled or a spell I did. It's just sort of an intention that I'm shifting and really trying to focus my life around. So Rosalie, do you have a weekly woo? So my weekly woo is actually a tarot reading that I did. (laughs) (laughs) Not to disparage tarot reading. Sorry, I didn't mean to do that. Um. (laughs) After our tarot episode, you had talked about some of your uh, layouts that you like to do. And I decided to do a layout based on the 12 houses of the tarot. Nice. Yay. And if you want to see how that works out, you should go to our website and look at our blog, shitmysoulsayspodcast.com. Yeah, so I did it. And I got some really, really interesting results in that... Everything, almost everything in the reading came down to you need to work on yourself Mm. and kind of making yourself who you really want to be and who you should be. I love it. 
and on giving back to the world in terms of like perfect time and money and energy and not just, you know, like, I'm going to twiddle my thumbs and I don't know, play video games, Mm -hmm. but to actually contribute to the world in a really positive way. And so that was kind of a cool reading. And I got multiple cards for both of those things. And it was nice to think about 2021 is my year for figuring my shit out. Yep. And also contributing to the world. I mean, I'm never going to stop contributing to the world. (laughs) Well, it's awesome because I did the 12 card layout as well at the beginning of the year. And I got very similar. It was very much focused on I'm supposed to be focusing on my sp- the spiritual side of myself, and and that's yeah. my gift to the world, right? Is really tuning tuning yeah. into that. So that's really driven me a lot already this year, and we're only like a few weeks in about really shifting my focus away from the material side of things and really trying to focus in on more of like tapping into the spiritual and like doing what I can to be bringing that in. So we are on the same page. Woo-hoo. So at the end of our last episode, we told you we were going to be talking about reincarnation. And we lied. We totally lied to you. We're sorry. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't mean to lie. So don't hate us forever, please. But the universe has just been telling us that there's other shit that we need to talk about this week. Yes. So... What are we going to talk about if we're not going to talk about your very favorite thing in the world? Well, we are going to talk about the shit going on in the world, both in the big picture and also the shit that's going on with our listeners and what they have to say and questions that they have. That's what we're going to dig into this episode. I'm actually pretty excited about it. So hopefully our listeners will love it too. I am excited. Okay, so I think that the elephant in the room is that... In the United States, at least, shit's going down. It really is. You know, we like to be upbeat and funny all the time, but sometimes there are serious things that we have to talk about. And obviously, a coup attempt. (laughs) It might be one of them. Might be one of them. It's a little important. What are you doing, Jillian, to sort of stay grounded and to use woo in order to keep yourself sane right now? First of all, I just want to acknowledge just even as we started talking about the subject, like my energy started like depleting. I'm like, I don't know if I can talk about things. (laughs) I don't want to talk about it. So let's just talk about how we're dealing with it. Yes. Well, I can certainly talk about anything. But um, yeah, I mean, kind of like what I mentioned in the weekly woo I don't know. I see this very much kind of on a cosmic level. I'm very much about life lessons, not only for us as individuals, but also as a nation. As a nation, we go through lessons Mm. together as a group. And um, this has been brewing for a while. And I really, my interpretation of it is really very much about that we've caught all of this fear and this anger and this hatred, and we're living in this negative space. And we need to learn how to get out of that and into a positive space. And unfortunately, sometimes in order to learn lessons, we have to kind of like hit rock bottom. We have to kind of hit the wall to kind of wake up. And I think gradually some people are waking up. So as far as what I'm doing personally is I'm choosing to let this be a wake up call for me without trying to get too hit upside the head with it. Um, and again, just like if the lesson here is to really be focusing on coming together, 
finding harmony, appreciating people for their differences, and putting positivity out in the world. That's what I'm focusing on. Like the thing that kind of keeps on going on in my head is wanting to understand, like, I know there's a lot of crazy in all of it and a lot of distorted thinking. But underneath that, there is, I believe, legitimate fear that people are feeling. And I want to understand what is it that people are so um, afraid of that is triggering them? And how can we help people kind of get out of that a little bit. And so I'm just putting positive into the world. Yeah, that's beautiful. I wish that I could say that I've been handling it by thinking about the greater picture and, (laughs) you know, anything other than myself. But that would be a lie. (laughs) That's okay. Every place is good. (laughs) I like your positive attitude, Jillian. (laughs) I always I I try. (laughs) What I've been doing is and I I had to talk to my therapist uh, this week about it and just kind of get some help figuring out how to get myself out of this place of Mm -hmm. extreme anxiety, numbness, because Mm -hmm. that's how I've been reacting to it is a lot of people are panicking. Some people are getting angry. I've just been numb. Yeah. And I've also found a lot of frustration in a lot of areas of my life where things that were mild annoyances are now like huge Mm. problems that I can't tolerate because my huge problem bucket is full. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So even a little problem just feels overwhelming. So what I've been really working on doing is figuring out what are the things that make me come alive? Yes. What are the things that I can do in my life that I'm excited about doing that make me happy? Yes. And I'm focusing my energy on that. And I'm also putting boundaries on the things that do not make me happy. Perfect. So if there are certain things that are causing me stress that I don't like, they go into a box. And it's not a box that I can't look in. It's not a box that I can't deal with. It's just, here's the box. Now it's time for me to deal with the box. And then when it's done, it's going back in the box. I love it. And being put on the shelf. And I did that yesterday and it was amazing. Yay! I was able to go from feeling totally frazzled, like I couldn't handle anything, and then get to a point where I was like, oh, hey, I can actually enjoy stuff and I can work on shit my soul says things and rosalieforest.com things. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Do the things that light me up. That's right. Well, and that's, you know, I totally love that. Like, whatever we can do to get into a more positive place. And, and what's the best positive place, but then to like tap into who you are and what you want to create and put into the world, whatever that is, if it's a podcast or if it's a cross-stitch kit, like whatever it is, like. Ho- Did you say a hostage kit? <laughs> no. <laughs> Although some people do want to create that right now. <laughs> No, I said a cross-stitch kit. (laughs) That's nowhere near as exciting as a hostage kit. No, but a little bit more positive. (laughs) Okay, I suppose it depends on whether you are planning to be the hostage or if you're planning to take hostages, whether it's more positive. Whatever your kink is, you do it. (laughs) As long as everybody's consensual. As long as it's... And if you're the hostage, I assume that you've already given consent, I hope. Hopefully, if this is a kink scenario. If this is a kink scenario, you do it. (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't want to know the pornos that are going to come out after this situation. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right. So. Yeah. So anyway, to our... So, what 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 do you have to say to our listeners out there who like are seriously struggling with this cuz I think most of us are right yeah i think so too and i think right now it's okay to put boundaries on things mm-hmm. i think it's okay to say i don't have to be glued to my news yes every 5 seconds i don't need to be refreshing the associated press yes constantly or your news app like me. Figure out what lights you up. Mm-hmm. And however you can get there is great. And that could be watching TV or it could be making a hostage kit. Or- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if that's your thing, do it. <laughs> consensually. 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 Please. What What do you think? I, you know, I'm. it's been a struggle for me to figure out for myself. So... You've got the better, like, global perspective. I would say, A, I mean, what we've already been talking about is, like, how can you tap into positivity and not into negativity? Like, whatever that looks like. If it's small, if it's just, like, hanging out with your cat or your dog, like, that's a great way to be in a positive space. Or if it's something bigger where you want to do something to put some positive energy on a global scale, that's cool, too. I think the thing to remember, it's very easy for us to think about those people over there are doing it. But the truth is, is, my truth is, my truth is that we are all part of this uh, fabric and we all are playing a role in some way. Even those of us who aren't actively participating, we're part of the whole tapestry of the story. And so how can you change what your picture in that tapestry is, I guess. Whatever that makes sense to you in your life and how you show up in it. I like that metaphor. Thank you. So that's that. Global events. (laughs) (laughs) That's global events with Jillian and Rosalie. Woo! (laughs) Okay, so we've done four episodes so far. This is our fifth. And already we've been getting some juicy questions and stories. People have been listening and it's really like lit lit up some people to be like, oh, yes, I have a similar story or oh, that reminds me of this. And we've loved hearing about all of that. Yes, it really like we love hearing from our listeners, even if you think it's something really stupid or little we want to hear it. So please, you know, reach out to us and send us an email at shitmysoulsays at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And maybe we'll even talk about you on a future podcast episode. Yes. So I want to share a story that I heard. Okay. Um, from one of our listeners, John, who listened to our tarot episode and also our um, our soul shit episode, which is kind of all about how we became who we are and how we got into metaphysical. So he sent me his story and I want to read it because I love it. So this is what he remembered. I'm going to read it word for word. When I was in high school, my brother got me the Rider Waite tarot deck for Christmas. Really? That tarot deck? I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's it's a popular, it's a standard. It's a standard. Okay, so my aunt came, and remember, this isn't me, Jillian, this is me as John. Okay, (laughs) in case you don't know how this works. My aunt came over for Christmas evening, and she saw my tarot deck on the table. She picked it up, and I remember very clearly, she shrieked, what is this shit? This is filth! That's in all caps, by the way, with lots of (laughs) exclamation marks. (laughs) 
She then flew to the back room where my dad was and alerted him to the fact that his son was dabbling in the dark arts. Oh. Also in all caps. Okay. My dad, who had been dealing with his family's satanic panic for many years now, <laughs> had little patience for it and basically told her to hush up. She then returned to me. And this is where it gets good. She told me that if I wanted to know about how to do these kind of things, please come to her or grandma and they would teach me. But not this way. This way was evil. So she had some other sorts of magical little ways that weren't evil. So my aunt was basically telling me that there were keepers of mystical knowledge that they would share it with me if I wanted to learn it. I was super intrigued, but didn't pursue it. I what? preferred... Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that she was Christian. So it was like her Christian version of witchcraft. That's what he says here. I preferred the dark arts over the Christian version of witchcraft. So, I know, but I could not resist the like secret knowledge. Like, yeah. oh, yes, please. I yes. might ignore it, but I want it. Yes. You want to know all of the things. All of the things. All of the things. Okay. And the more secret it's supposed to be, the more I want to know it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. Well, here we've got a follow up to the story. Okay, are you ready? So this this is part two of her okay. of his of his grandma. So so this was when I was like an older teenager, and my grandma said that she had something for me. She told me it was a very special message that the Holy Spirit had written through her hand. So here we go. Right now he's like automatic okay. writing. I know I'm ready for it. I'm re I'm ready for. It. I was excited <laughs> about this. And he's, and so was he. He says, I was really excited about it. So we're all excited. So that's good. I had known for a while that my grandma had hidden mystical knowledge. Clearly, we learned that in the tarot, the tarot experience. He knows that she's got some hidden mystical knowledge. And he's about to, he's about to dive into it. Okay. Right. I expected the special message to be really insightful, really directed at me, possibly telling me about my magical destiny, revealing to me that I came from a long line of sorcerers or something. I want to be from a long line of sorcerers. Me too. Let's all do that. I'm down with it. Totally down with it. And he says, I was seriously expecting that to be the message. Seriously. This was around the time in my life when I would go into new age stores and hope that the employees would see me and sense my power and tell me I was the prophecy. OMG, I have done that. Seriously? <laughs> I had to write him back. I'm like, we are kind of the same person, a little different. But pretty much the same. Because he's this true story. I really thought it would happen. Yeah, I totally get that. And I read it. We're going back to the letter here. And I read it. And all it said was that I needed to accept Christ as my personal Lord and Savior. What? Yes. That was the channeled message. He says, I was so disappointed. The Holy Spirit couldn't even get creative. Just the same tired old cliche I'd been hearing my whole life. Oh, Holy Spirit. Oh, that is... I mean, I... If you view Christ as your own personal Lord and Savior and whatever, great. That's great. awesome. Jesus is cool. I'm good with him. But, but don't, like, dangle out magic in front of somebody and be like, you. Ooh, this is a message from the Holy Ghost. Yes. Yes. If the Holy Ghost is going to give you a secret message, it should be that you're like, th you're the next Jesus. Or that you're from a long line of Christian sorcerers yes! who are protecting the world from 
devil gate. Yes! I completely <laughs> agree with that. <laughs> you should be a part of the light, the light, the warriors of the light or something. Or part of the, um, oh, what was the Holy Crusades? The, whatever those people were. The Knights Templar? The Knights Templar. Yes. I don't know if that's right. I don't know either, but I agree with it. I'm good with it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, the problem with that message is that literally any Christian could give it to you. Yes. You don't need to channel the Holy Spirit for that. No, you don't. You, you just need a bumper sticker. I feel like maybe his grandma wasn't actually channeling the Holy Spirit. <laughs> I think he maybe so. I think, I think she was like, oh, I know this guy. He's into tarot cards. I know how to reach him. I'll tempt him with a Holy Ghost letter. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. that was almost a cool story. Yeah. Well, you know, he's found his way in the world. He's he's his own magical being and is lovely, a lovely Buddhist shining light into the world. That's awesome. Thank you for shining your light in the world, John. Yes, thank you, John. Thank you for sharing your experience with us. It was amazing. It was delightful. All right. Let's see. Okay, here's a good one. Uh, A good question that came in. Also very related to current events. What's the best way to ethically perform spells, rituals, etc. to support the social justice and impeachment? I worry about consent. Like, I don't know if all the people affected even in good ways by the cell would be comfortable by being on the receiving end, if that makes sense. Apparently, I can't talk. Sorry, I'm stumbling over my words. (laughs) I don't want to infringe on anyone's autonomy, except for that of insurrectionists. They can all eat bees. (laughs) (laughs) So I like Uh that. So first of all, don't eat bees. Don't wish eating bees on anybody because we need the bees. That's not fair to the bees. Keep the bees healthy and happy. (laughs) But I have a story. I have a story to share about this one. Okay, great. I have stories. Um, This is actually one that I thought about sharing in our magic episode but didn't make it in. So I'm glad that it kind of gets related to this one. So at some point in my 20s, when I had moved back to Portland, I found a social justice sort of a pagan group, right? Mm -hmm. And we got together, actually, and this was during George W. Bush's presidency. So there was a lot. That was back when we thought he was the worst president ever. I miss those days. (laughs) Oh, we were so naive. Oh, I know. Just because he couldn't, like, say words. But in any case, we wanted to get together and really cleanse Washington, D.C. So we ended up doing this spell ritual where we focused on the city of D.C. So not necessarily about the people in it, although I think they were kind of thrown in as well. And we were really um, trying to just put in positive energy, particularly around money, because we felt that money was being used in negative ways. Um, So we had, we also took dollar bills and we used those to like imbibe them with this positive intent that like this money would be used in a positive way. And there was chanting and there was dancing and it was delightful. Uh, Tall order though, of course, there's a lot of, (laughs) a lot of yuck energy in there. So we did what we could. Hey, Obama was elected. So maybe that helped. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. That was me. (laughs) Um, But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I would say 
as far as, and I know Rosalie has an opinion, but as far as from my perspective, when you target somebody specifically, that's when you get a little dicey. But when you're really just trying to pour in positive energy into like an area or a society overall, I think then it can become up to the individuals whether they absorb that or not. Hmm. You know, I have a really hard time answering this question because my feelings on it are very like just kick them all in the balls and let the gods sort them out. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And, you know, that's that goes back to what you were saying about anger and how there's a lot of anger already in the Mm -hmm. world and a lot of fear already in the world. So I feel like I'm contributing to that in a not insignificant way because of this anger that I do feel towards insurrectionists, Mm -hmm. right? Towards domestic terrorists. I feel like all I want to do is punch a fascist. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And so when I'm in that headspace, it's really hard for me to be ethical when it comes to magic. It's... It's very, very hard for me to not say, well, they deserve whatever they're going to get. So it's okay for me to put that negative energy on them. Mm. And so that's that's a challenge because I don't like to put that negative energy out in the world. Yeah. I don't typically do dark magic. So right now what I'm doing is trying to not put energy in that direction. Is that healthy or helpful? I'm not sure, but I also don't want that negativity coming back to me because there's already enough negativity in my life. Absolutely. And I think I would just add on to that, that like, what is the positive that you want to happen? If you put, if you focus on the negative, you're feeding the negative. What would you rather see in place? And like, focus on that is what I would say. Like, if it's about uh, just leaders, in the world, or calm, rational thinking, you know, something like that. Focus on what you want to grow. I like that a lot. That mm-hmm. makes it more about bringing good into the world and less about punishing yeah. people. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and read this question. Read it. If I did a tarot reading for the year ahead... Can I still do readings each month or week? Like, if I already read the plan for the year, does it diminish that reading to keep doing more readings with the same focus of forecasting? I love that question. Yay! Because it relates back to one of our previous episodes and to my weekly woo. And I would say you can do as many readings as you want. Yes, I agree. When you do a reading for the year ahead, you're doing a reading at a moment in time Mm -hmm. that is true at that moment in time. Mm -hmm. Every choice you make, everything that you do changes the potential outcomes of things. Mm -hmm. The reading that you did at the beginning of the year was a reading for what was the most likely scenario to happen. And the actions that you take can totally change that or keep it the same. So you could do a reading every day if you wanted to. Mm -hmm. Although I would say if you're going to do it every day, it should be about what is happening today. And if you're doing it every week, kind of what's what should I focus on this week and monthly this month, et cetera, et cetera. Exactly. I agree because sometimes you'll read the cards and you will you'll make a choice based off of what the cards say. Um, Or additionally, like this is what is what happened to me last year. The cards keep on telling you the same thing because you're not getting it through your thick head. (laughs) Like I kept on getting like, 
You're not making, you're stuck in stagnation. You're not making a choice about this job. You're not making a choice about this job. You're supposed to leave this job. You're not making a choice about this job. (laughs) And I kept on being like, yeah, but I'm waiting for another job. Um, And so finally, I just kind of realized it was time. And I did end up leaving a job this past (laughs) week. I listened to the tarot cards finally. So I'm ready for them to start telling me something different because I'm done with hearing (laughs) the same thing over and over again. And I think that's a a really important thing to point out. You know, there are certain things that, you know, the cards are going to tell you what is the most likely outcome. And if you choose to ignore what the cards have to say, you're likely to be told the same thing over and over Mm -hmm. again. But then there's also things where, you know, you had done, you talked about the reading that you did for 2020 and how you got the tower for your home. Yes. And there are certain events that are happening in the world that are well underway or that are going to happen Mm -hmm. because they've already started to happen, even if we don't know that they're happening. And so you might not be able to make changes. (laughs) (laughs) There's the cat butt for you. That's a that's a cat butthole. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now I've totally lost my train of thought because it's just a big butthole in the screen. (laughs) You're welcome. Leah's going to, she wants to participate in the podcast. (laughs) Well, I'll say this. I don't know if this is what you're going to say, but uh, sometimes you might have gotten the cards and might, because you didn't know what was happening in the world, you didn't know how to interpret them. So yeah. maybe that was what Rosalie was saying, because I had the tower and thought, oh, I'm going to lose my house. But then as the world continued forward and COVID happened, I was like, oh, this is the tower. So sometimes it's good to get more readings just to kind of tune into what's happening. That is not what I was going to say, but that okay. is a very good point. Thank you. What I was going to say is that there are certain things that you're not going to have as much control over. Mm. There are some things that you're going to have a lot of control over, like whether you stay in a job or leave a job, but some things that you'll have no control over, like whether COVID exists. Yes. (laughs) You are not that powerful. (laughs) So, you know, it's just, it's important to note the things that stay the same and the things that change in your readings, because those are telling a story as well as just the reading itself. Yeah. Agreed. Okay, I have another question here. This kind of goes to our episode on magic. I'm interested in candle magic. Where do I start? Get a candle. (laughs) (laughs) Set it on fire. Light it and think things. No. (laughs) Done. And okay, next question. We're ready. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, I would say, uh, I know that Rosalie probably has a few things to throw in here too, obviously. Uh, (laughs) But for me, I really like focusing on colors and the symbology of colors. So you can do a lot of research out there on what, whatever it is you want to manifest and the color that's associated with it. So if it's money, it could be green or health is also green, or maybe you want, um, you know, a new job. And maybe for you, that's blue, depending on the kind of job you want, because it has to do with mental energy, or maybe it's yellow about like self-improvement and empowerment. Um, So I would kind of first, I would say, look for candles that are uh, the color of whatever it is that you want to manifest. And when you're picking colors, it's okay to pick a color that makes sense just to you and absolutely. Not to the world. Yeah. So if you're like green does not mean money to me. Green that's that's the stupidest color I've ever heard of for mm-hmm. money. I <laughs> like gold or yeah. purple yeah. or whatever. Yes, go for it. Cuz do your woo. Do your woo. 
Well, so, you know, like we said, it's all about putting your energy into the world. Um, I know some people like to carve an intention onto the candle. So if you took like mm-hmm. a, a pin or something to carve in whatever your intention is, that's also an idea. Um, sometimes people also get oils that are in alignment. So if you find um, an oil that uh, is associated with whatever your intention is, you can rub it on the candle. I keep things pretty simple And I would just like to say, like, you know, just think about my intention as I light the candle and really think about putting it, like imagining it going out into the world. I also like the idea of like letting it burn down to the end as opposed to blowing it out. But you can. You can blow it out and come back to it if you need to. I just like that. Power. Put it all in once and burn it all. Well, and that really is going to depend on the size of the candle you pick. And that was something I wanted to bring up. Perfect. If you're going to be doing something that's kind of a quick, like, zip, zap, zooey spell, you could use a birthday candle. Oh, yeah. Or a tea light. Or there's all sorts of little candles available out there. So something that's going to not take very long to burn all the way down. And you'll get, like, a nice little poof of energy. But you can also get like a big old pillar candle. Yes. And you could light that every day at the same time. Mm -hmm. You could throw in some meditation to go with it if you wanted to. Yeah. You know, so if if it's like this is a big thing and I want to focus my intentions for a long period of time, a bigger candle might be better for that. Mm -hmm. Although you could use lots of little candles if that's what you have on hand. Yeah. For me, I'm a big, big, big fan of using what I have. (laughs) Yes. I rarely have candles that are the perfect color. I usually have like tea lights or scented candles. Mm. (laughs) So I'll usually just carve something into the, the wax of the candle or use oils like you said. But the the big thing with candle magic is just light a fucking candle and think about what you want. Yeah. Done. Done. You don't have to get complicated. Oh, I've got a little tip I'll throw in with that. This doesn't have to do with candle magic, but it is woo. Um, Sometimes I have a hard time striking the match and getting it to catch on fire just because I like using matchsticks. And sometimes my matchbooks are a little worn down. So I will ask for help from the fire spirits to get it lit. Ooh. Yeah. So there you go. There is one thing I will say that there are people out there, and I don't necessarily ascribe to this, but there are people who think that it's very bad form to put out a candle by blowing up. Yes. I was, thank you. I thought that too. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's because when you blow on it, you're using the element of air. So you're putting air energy into the fire instead of pure fire energy. And so they would recommend that you douse not douse that you snuff 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 thank you that you snuff the candle with the candle snuffer or just deny it of oxygen so like you could even put a plate that you don't love over the candle if it's like in a in a candle holder or whatever or because this is what i learned that when i was you know a teenager learning about paganism so i would use my fingers to put it out that terrifies me now to think about using my fingers to put it out. But I did. That's how I put out my candles. You know, I the only way that I can do that is if I lick my fingers yeah. first. To, and then, then you're using water as part of it. Oh, that's true. So. Well, then if you're using a plate, you're using earth. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> you can't win. <laughs> so basically what you should do is you should put out the fire with more fire. With more fire. It will work, I promise. It, I'm sure. 
I don't promise. Please don't do that. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah. So do whatever you want to do, really, when it comes down to it. Fuck it. <laughs> um, the last thing I will say, and this is, it should be common sense, but please don't leave your candles unattended, especially if you've got animals or mm-hmm. small children or mm-hmm. big children. Um, or husbands. Or husbands or, you know, just... Just use good common sense when it comes to candles. Yes. Whether you're using them magically or not. That's your PSA. All right. I like this one a lot. Okay, do it. I know you said not to interfere with other people's autonomy with spells, but what about kids? Oh, yeah. Is it okay to try to manifest happiness or friendships or self-confidence, all positive things, for your own child. You know what popped into my head on this question? I don't. Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> <laughs> because oh. at, the begin- at the beginning of the, of when that she's born, the three magical women, whatever they were, witches or fairies, fairies, Dep- they yeah, it depends on the version. They give they give her a, a magical power or a, they wish her something not a magical power they wish her something like beauty you know because like a, that's what every woman wants <laughs> but you know they gave her like a, a some sort of a quality they wished her and I kind of like that when friends have a have a baby to kind of think about what I wish for them with the child that's what I have to say about that I thought you were going to, like, shit all over that, to be honest. No, I liked <laughs> like, it. I do. I like it. Like, giving a setting and attention that you wish for the child. So I'm going to say that I think it really depends on how old the child is. You know, when, when you've got a baby or, like, a young toddler, they don't know how to take care of themselves. You have to sometimes just say, look, I am I am here to keep you alive. I'm here to mm-hmm. make you happy. Like, And shape you into a decent human being. Those are my primary goals as a parent. And so if you need to take a nap, you need to take a nap. Like I'm going to put you in your crib and I'm going to, you know, try to get you to fall asleep. Whether they think they need that or not. But then as they get older, they have more autonomy over their body, over their actions. And I would say once they're old enough to understand general life shit I, I i don't have an age there's no specific age yeah but go ahead and ask your kid hey i'm doing some fun energy work i want to maybe help you to find friends with this energy work and even better get your kid in on it like I, do magic with your kid i'm just imagining like you somebody doing this to their teenage child <laughs> reaction <laughs> I don't think they're going to be down. They're going to be like, oh, my mom or my dad is weird. That's okay. Be weird. They'll love you someday for it. (laughs) But they might also appreciate it. Like, oh, do you want me to put a little positive intention towards you? Yeah. You know, doing well on your tests or. Exactly. Getting into college or getting your being a safe driver. Or having Brittany invite you to her birthday party. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I kind of think of it's similar as prayer, too. Like Agreed. if you're praying for somebody, positive things, you know, particularly if you keep it a little bit more vague so it can manifest. Like if you're talking about manifesting happiness or friendships or self-confidence, 
I don't think, you know, I think that's a generally a good thing as opposed to manifesting a friendship with Betty. Right. It's actually funny because I get so mad if people are like, oh, I'm going to pray for you. I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, no, bitch. I did not give you permission to pray for me. (laughs) Mm. Don't pray for Rosalie. No, 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 no. If they ask me to pray for that or they ask me like, hey, can I pray for you? I'm all for it. Okay. Right. Because I want that. I want to grant permission. I want to be enthusiastically consenting Mm -hmm. to that energy because I view a prayer as very, very powerful no matter who you're praying to. Yeah, just so kind of think about the energy that you're putting out there, if you're really putting out there with positive intent. And also, um, yeah, if it's kind of a gooey topic, and if you don't feel really comfortable putting energy into it, if you don't feel like you know what you're doing, then you could step away from it. Step away from the line. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right, so Jillian, I think we have another question. Yes, I think this is a great question. And I think it's really timely since we're in January. So this question was about they wanted to know how to set intentions, what to do to set intentions, and how to maintain them. Because I think we've all been in that situation. We've had a lot of energy at the beginning of the year. And it peters out by the middle of the year, if not by the end of the month. (laughs) So I think that There are a million different ways to set intentions, whether you're doing a vision board or candle magic like we talked about, or if you just write it on a piece of paper and say, this is what I want, you know, maybe you have, you could do like a mantra and you just write it in Mm -hmm. a journal every day. That would be a way to maintain it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whatever you can do to kind of imbibe more energy into it, like whether that's a candle or a spell or a mantra or... Asking if you're into spirit guides, asking your spirit guides for help or having a regular check-in or doing a vision board. There are lots of different, lots of different ways. And I also want to kind of jump back to the idea about setting the intention itself because I want to throw in this idea about asking why. So sometimes you might, your goal might be like, I want to pay off my debt or I want to lose weight. I really encourage you to kind of get a little deeper and think about why. What is it that you truly want? Is it that you're wanting like vitality? Is it you're wanting stability and security? That can come in a lot of different ways. So personally, when I like to set intentions, I like to tap into what the bigger kind of drive is. And I feel like that can also help me focus and and then get more because it could be that if I want vitality, maybe it's not about losing weight. Mm-hmm. maybe losing weight would make, make me feel crappy. I don't know if I did it the wrong way. So if right. I'm really focusing on like, what is it I truly, really want the big why? And then I can open myself up to like, what I'm getting from the universe about the ways that I can do that and might be surprised by things that kind of come my way that I can live it out through the year. I like that a lot. Yeah. So like, for instance, this year, I had put together all my little goals. And I kind of realized for myself, it's really about finding my own personal power, and really Mm -hmm. tapping into who I am and my own like beautiful spiritual power. And that's my bigger why and all the little things that I'm doing are just pillars that are supporting that bigger thing. And it helps me to kind of keep focused for me so far, two weeks in. That's a fantastic way to look at it. I I try to think about the things that I want to feel every year. 
Yes. So what, yes. what are the emotions or what are the what are the general sensations that I want? So like I want to feel nourished. Yes. So what does that mean on like a big picture level? It's the food that I eat and the people whose company I keep and the things I do with my time. Those are all nourishing. Yes. Um, and exercise would be nourishing, but starving myself would not be nourishing. Yes. I love that. Yeah, how you want to feel is so powerful because a lot of a lot of the energy that we move is like through emotions and feelings. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go ahead and plug a book by Danielle Laporte called yes. The Desire Map. Oh yes, The Desire which Map is all about figuring out what your whys are. Well, I'm going to plug something else. Great. (laughs) We actually are going to have a workshop this month, January 31st, to help people out there figure out how to not only set intentions, but particularly how to power them up through the year, because we've got lots of different tips and tricks and tools, metaphysical and whatnot, that can help you imbibe energy as you work through all the seasons of the year and get some of that season power and pump it up. Pump it up. (laughs) Pump it up. <laughs> Pumping up. Uh, that uh, the workshop is going to take place on January thirty first at yep. one p.m. Yep. It's going to be about two hours, and the cost is fifty dollars, and that includes a workbook. Or if you're unable to attend the workshop, you can buy the workbook by itself for twenty dollars. Yep. And if you're a Patreon, for those of you who don't know what Patreons are, they are wonderful people that sign up to support us every month with a small contribution of like $3 or $6. And then you've got lots of good stuff like extra episodes that we don't release to the public or hangouts with us or other workbooks or weird things that we say and sing. (laughs) (laughs) And sing. Um, Yes. Yeah, our patrons get 50% off of this workshop. So we're really excited for that. And if you're interested in signing up for the workshop, you can read all about it on yep. our blog at shitmysoulsayspodcast.com. Mm-hmm. Under news. If you're looking for the blog, it's under news and you'll see it there. And it's one of our announcements. So you can read all about the details. And if you would like to become a patron, we would love that. Absolutely. And you can do that. There's a link on our website, but you can also go directly to patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N slash shit my soul says. Yes. We're excited to grow a little Patreon crew that we'll get to hang out with and cook up some magical stuff every now and again. I don't know. I'm excited about it. We've already got a a couple and we've only been going. We've got a handful. We have a handful. We have a handful and we've been going at this for less than a month. So I'm looking forward to where the, where our little crew goes. All right. All right. There we go. Woo. Woo. On that note, I think it's time to wrap things up. And as always, we wrap it up by doing a little mini tarot reading. Oh, yes, we do. (laughs) So Jillian, what did you pull? What? Sorry. What card did you pull? I actually didn't use the Rider Waite Tarot this time. I was tempted and I used the Housewives Tarot, which is the kind of sticky one that I really like. That's very 1950s. And I got um, Temperance. I'm going to show the card to Rosalie so she can enjoy it. Although I can't show it to you. I'm holding it to my microphone, but you all don't see it out there. (laughs) (laughs) 
And because it's like 1950s, it's a 1950s mixer. And there are like boxes that are being poured into it, which are like sorrow and joy and justice and instant anger. <laughs> and so I'm going to read actually from the Housewives Tarot, and then I'll give my own little spin on it, um, just okay. because it's a short little paragraph. It says temperance, cooperation, compromise, sympathy, add equal parts, joy and sorrow, anger and forgiveness, justice and compassion. Mix on high for two minutes or until well blended. Temperance is a delicious and healthy combination of opposite sides of the spectrum, a heaping helping of compromise or cooperation in marriage, relationships, or partnerships. Spoon this mixture into every aspect of your life. And I think that like just is so perfect. It's just so perfect on what my you know, what I want to have happen that we've become so fractured in this, in this society that we've forgotten how to come together. And I think, you know, we can talk about temperance as far as coming together and cooperating both on like the global national scale, but also in our personal lives. Where can we come together and find some cooperation and balance in our lives? Also, you know, as you were talking about all that anger that's in the world, there's plenty of anger in the blender, Yes, right. we've got that ingredients all in. <laughs> <laughs> so now we just need to add some love and some laughter and some and happiness joy. and some good vibes into yes. that blender in order to get the balance because otherwise it's just going to be really angry juice. Yes. Thank you for saying that. I love that. Exactly. <laughs> I want an anger smoothie. <laughs> no. Get out your joy, people. Get out your joy. <laughs> so what about you, Rosalie? I want to know what card you picked. All right. Well, I picked, I used the Light Sears Tarot, which is my newest tarot deck because I have a problem. Um, <laughs> and I don't think you'll be able to see it just because my lighting is really bad now. Oh, yeah. Um, but I pulled the High Priestess. Oh, yes. And I love the High Priestess in any deck. Me too. Because she's all about personal power and connection to the divine. And right now, I think. You know, in my own life, you know, I'm I have to uncover the layers of who I am and then give back to the world. And that's what priestesses do. Mm. They they dig deep, they figure out who they are, they tap into the the universe and the deities and the guides, and then they they give back to the world. And I think that this is just such a great time, you know, even though 2021 has been something of a shit show to start. Yes. If we all focus on figuring our own shit out yeah it's gonna make life a lot better for everyone and how we can be a high priestess in our own lives yeah like self-empowerment you yes. know you're in charge of your own life yeah. so you're not a victim yeah so just be your own high priestess be your own advocate and also be cool that's i don't know what i'm saying <laughs> be cool fonzie <laughs> <laughs> it's the 1950s housewives tarot that made you say that <laughs> be cool Daniel. be cool be cool cats <laughs> all right well thank you so much for listening yes please be sure to rate subscribe and review and also please as you can tell we love getting your stories and your questions so email us your thoughts, your dreams, your wishes, whatever, I don't know. Um, how you have been a high priestess in your life, why not? Email us at shitmysoulsays at gmail.com. Also, go to our website, shitmysoulsayspodcast.com. 
And and make sure to sign up for our newsletter where you'll get notified of all of our announcements, blog posts that we are posting, notified about our latest episodes. That's where a lot of the juice is. So come subscribe. Uh, Where the smoothie is. Thanks. That's where the smoothie is, the (laughs) balanced, not angry smoothie. (laughs) So do your woo. Do your woo. And tell us, what shit does your soul say? What shit does your soul say? (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.